what's going on, everybody? How's it hanging? How's it happening? You guys know what it is. This is Kevin from the Code Progression Podcast. But Tim, so do you rock? We're rocking metal thrive. Yes, another beautiful, beautiful March day, hopefully. And I've got a band for you coming all the way from the Ukraine. Yes. So if you are a fan of some more of that grunge, post-grunge sound, please check out this band and check out this podcast because we talked to Bot or Bode. Yeah, I had to say that right. Bode and Tori from the band Went Seat. And couple of things about this podcast. One, English is not their strongest language. So the the podcast, I do talk a little bit uh, slower just so everyone understands. They do take some time to also look up some words, but for the most part, their English was very good. So do not get me wrong on that. You will enjoy listening to them. We also get to talk about some of the differences with their uh, what's going on with the whole entire coronavirus pandemic between here in the US and in the Ukraine as well. So Again, it's all for the context of it. And then we could talk about how they kind of came with their grunge, post-grunge style, and then just talk about music in general and just have a good time for about an hour. So please welcome them and please enjoy one seat. Are you ready? Let's go. Yeah. Well, 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 ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of the Chord Progression Podcast. If I remember correctly, this band reached out to me on Instagram. I saw them come across my feed. I listened to some of their music and I said, you know what? Let's get them on the podcast. So please welcome all the way from Ukraine. Please welcome the band Wensit with Boat and Tori. So both of you, welcome to the Core Progression Podcast. Hello. Hello. Thanks for... Uh... <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> How is everything in the Ukraine today? Everything is good. Fine. Cold, but uh, but fine. <laughs> All right. And then I have to ask you this. In terms of, well, what is cold to you? Because what is cold to you, what is cold to me, and what is cold to a lot of other people else in this podcast are very different things, given the fact that over here in the U.S., it depends on where you are. If you live up north, if you live further south, cold is two completely different things. Uh, zero, zero, uh, temperature, zero, um, but no, uh, Celsius, Celsius, zero on Celsius. Okay. So here, if for everyone listening in America, that zero degrees Celsius is 32 degrees Fahrenheit, which right now where I am, that's pretty much the temperature it is outside right now as well. So we're pretty much in the exact same spot right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, one more time, please. Um, I was going to say that when it comes to what you said, where, how cold it is by you, it is the exact same, uh, way outside by me as we're shooting this. Ah, so. Okay. Okay. It's cool. <laughs> we almost in, uh, in same time, in same place. <laughs> it, it, yeah. It feels like we're, I mean, if, if this temperature is outside and is the exact same, it's basically like we're talking in the same room, even though we're, I mean, almost half the world away from each other. So. Awesome. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But before we get started, because I know um, for everyone listening with them being from the Ukraine as well, English is not their strongest language. So normally with these podcasts, I normally don't send them questions beforehand and we just run through this completely. However, they asked for questions to be sent beforehand and I wanted to make sure I could accommodate that and make it as easy for them as possible. So I did send them some questions and I've got them pulled up as well. So we're going to get started. And I did also ask them three questions. I always ask each band, each member of the band, 
before we get started because it allows everyone to get to know them better. So the three questions I'm going to ask you, the first two, very easy. The last one is my favorite. One, what is your name? Two, in the band Wet Seat, there I go, mess up here. Wet Seat, what do you do in the band? And then three, I want to know a fun fact or a fun story about yourself that will make me laugh because I always enjoy hearing those. So I will let you take it away. Okay, uh, to introduce myself, my name is Tori, and uh, I play guitar in the band. Solo, solo guitar, solo guitar. Uh, but I bl- I walks and uh, play rhythm guitar. And uh, also we have uh, two members. Uh, it's uh, Taras who play uh, bass guitar and uh, Roman who play drums. Four members. And we only have two today, but we've got, well, I will say this. We have the two best members today, you know, because they're the ones that showed up. So, yeah. Two others, uh, they really uh, busy, busy, really busy. <laughs> and and that's understandable. It's it, just the time, just the time that we live in right now where it is yeah. a band that's trying to grow. There's going to be a lot of other things that you have to do that bands that are a lot bigger where they have a lot of other people to help take care of. So. It does make a lot of sense. Do not get me wrong on that. But I got to know if you guys have that fun factor, that fun story that you're willing to tell me that's going to make me laugh due to the fact that I always enjoy starting out the podcast with those kind of stories, mostly because it kind of starts out with more of this conversation style, more of this lighthearted style uh, feel on the podcast, which is what I like to go with. Okay, we have a fun story. Uh, we have a friend, uh, and uh, he is uh, our director of uh, the local club. Uh, recently, he had a birthday, and uh, he decided to organize a rock concert in party. You know, rock party in in his club. And uh, we participated in this concert, and we couldn't come empty-handed. And uh, so we wanted to give something unusual and uh, memorable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and what uh, do you think uh, we what we uh, gave? <laughs> what would you have done? I I'm not entirely sure, honestly. What did you do with this? Because I'm curious. <laughs> I, I want I want to know. I'm not necessarily. I I've only known you and talked to you for maybe the past ten minutes. So trying to figure out exactly who you are and trying to make it a good guess on it. I honestly have no idea. <laughs> uh, we gave a card with our logo, <laughs> real card door. <laughs> old, uh, old car. Uh, you, you can uh, Google it. Uh, Zaporozhets. <laughs> it's a cold car. Old, very old. Uh, e- and uh, looks uh like a uh, horse uh, behind the car very very old car so you got this old car and you took it to this show that you were playing as a way to just show up not empty-handed but also when you're playing on stage and you want something that people are going to remember you by just to have that you know that visual it's going to be this car. So that makes a lot of sense. And I actually do really <laughs> like that idea. I can find photo and uh, take you <laughs> on the podcast. 
Oh, please send me that photo because I do want to see it. So when, when, we're, when we're done with this, um, just send me it over Instagram as we have talked previously, just because that's going to be the easiest way for the photo to be sent. And then I will likely include it in the podcast as well at some point, because I just want people to see what this photo looks like. Okay. <laughs> but I also have to ask, when did this show happen? Was it recently? Was it more before the pandemic hit? Because with everything that's gone on with the pandemic over the past year, I, I'm I'm curious, especially because I'm over here in America, you're over in the Ukraine, and things might be completely different given how the countries are doing, how the uh, each government is taking care of the pandemic. Uh, it was in, uh, on pandemic uh, in autumn, this autumn 2020. Uh, and uh, in Ukraine, uh, um, pandemic was problem in beginning, uh, when uh, there was lockdown in country. Uh, because because uh, uh, don't because uh, do not have uh, public uh, transport because of that uh, the rehearsal basis was closed and we cannot uh, rehearse that was that was uh, hard um, and that uh, in summer. Uh, lockdown is over and uh, uh, these guys uh, art uh, art director clubs they uh, start start uh, the concerts in their uh, little clubs then no step by step it was step, uh, yeah. <laughs> all is start <laughs> all, all concerts uh, is uh, start uh, summer autumn now uh, we uh, in friday uh, we have a concert uh, in little club uh, so now it worked that's good to hear that over in Ukraine, there are shows happening and concerts happening because it's a lot different over here in America. It's all based on the area of the country where you live because here in America, of course, we have different states. So each state runs itself and then the federal government runs everything as well. So it's kind of a two governments running one in a way. And there are certain places where things are not going very well. There are certain places where things are going very well. So where I'm at, I mean, there are certain things that are open. If I go, if I travel an hour south, it's going to be completely different. And when it comes to live music and live shows, of course, when everything happened, or middle of March in 2020, everything was shut down and there's stuff that's slowly picking up. However, any kind of shows that are happening right now are much smaller compared to anything that was happening beforehand, where a lot of the concert halls are closed, the big venues are closed. The little clubs that uh, you might be like the place that you might be playing at, some of those places might be open all over. However, it's very few and far between. So I'm glad to hear that you are still playing live and have been playing live since um, since the autumn. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's cool, really. Now, um, 
mostly small concerts are held at uh, which more than uh, 100 people. 100 people and uh, uh, big concerts uh, our uh, now uh, no one second uh, one uh, one uh, a month we have one big concert in the city uh, with limit of uh, six feet and others but uh, this not uh, th this uh, does not uh, compare with uh, concerts before the pandemic it's uh, understand Oh, absolutely not. The concerts before the pandemic, I mean, the concerts I was going to, I was the one that was going to those shows where you had like 2,000 to 3,000 people mm -hmm. jumping into mosh pits every single chance that I got. And ever since then, it's been no, nowhere near the same. I have gone to a couple of shows since the pandemic started, but at the most, there might have been 100 people. And I totally understand that. But when and it's great to hear that there was a larger show in the Ukraine as well recently, even though people did have to be spaced six feet apart from each other for social distancing. It's still good to hear that live music is returning. Now, with the shows that you play, is that six feet um, apart rule heavily um, practiced or is it something that's just like there's a lot? There's not that many people here. Everyone knows each other. We're just going to have fun. Uh, now we play in uh, small stages uh, in these clubs with uh, these art directors and uh, they uh, don't worry about uh, thick speed or masks. They, uh, they uh, think about money. That's all. Because uh, if the concerts... Uh, doesn't uh, uh, work, then clubs will, uh, will be closed. If you, if you understand. Oh, Bo, trust me on this. I completely understand that through and through due to the fact that over here in America, there have been many different smaller clubs, many different concert venues that have closed because they are not able to have any sort of live shows. So there's no money coming in. And when they have yeah. the chance to do something like that, and all of a sudden you're being told you have to maintain six feet apart, you have to be able to limit capacity to a certain amount. What ends up happening is, is they are, it's, it's, it's a weird incentive. It's either you're going to follow the rules or become, but if you follow the rules, you're not going to make enough money and you're going to be forced to shut down and lose your business. But if you don't yeah. follow the rules, then you're going to be able to get back up again. And especially because here in America, the government really did not help out any of those venues until recently. So there was a lot of time in between their final show back in, you know, middle of March, 2020. And when they got help right at the end of the year, that's nine months of no income. So it makes total sense that, they would that you know um distancing would not be that prevalent masks wouldn't be required however it also takes a look at the people that go to the show as well where it's kind of also on them if they want to go out and go to those shows 
not wear masks, not social distance. It's leave it up to their choice. Honestly, if if they want to go and do it and they want to go and support the music and go and listen to live music, go and support the artists, go and support the venues, go and support the clubs, let them go. You know, but uh, our people uh, uh, are not afraid of the pandemic or COVID or, or something. Uh, we always uh, shake, shake the hands. We always uh, with each other, uh, with uh, our friends. No, uh, we uh, always hug actually with friends. It's uh, because uh, our people in Ukraine, it's uh, it's uh, another uh, nation. Yeah. Another attitude. attitude, you know. <laughs> it's yeah, and that, and that makes that, that, that's its problem. The situation that? in Ukraine. It's situation in Ukraine. Inter interesting, because I know over here right now, it again, it all depends upon where you are, because there's certain groups of people in certain areas where none of this matters, and they're just living their lives like they had beforehand. But then there are certain groups of people in other places where the fear is a very big thing and they're trying and also it's you're trying to force everyone to adhere, uh, basically to follow along with that fear, follow along with all the shutdowns, stay inside, stay away from everybody. And because especially over here, we like our government, there's two different political parties and they politicized everything so that one side has to think one way, one side has to think the other way. Everyone's always yelling at each other. Everyone's always in a disagreement. So when it comes to anything happening, there's always a lot of backlash, a lot of criticism, no matter what happens. So I've talked with a lot of people about live music, a lot of bands that are over here in America that would be the same size performing in front of the same amount of people that you are. However, they're not able to because they go out there. Next thing you know, they're on social media and people are just criticizing them left and right. I even saw this back in... September when I went to a show I've for a band that I've had on the podcast before they were telling me about different people and along with different bands as well that were heavily criticizing them for performing it for a show for 50 people outside mm, yeah uh, you know um, a couple of days ago the government our government in Ukraine uh, said uh, it was necessary to prepare for the third wave to uh, disease growth. And uh, maybe uh, shake hands and hug uh, with friends. Uh, maybe this is why the number of cases is growing. But, but uh, we're not worried. <laughs> I'll say it seems like there is no fear with with you two at all when it comes to this. Um, because uh, we, um, our people, uh, surrounded surrounded us, and uh, atmosphere, it's cool, great. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> hi. How are you? Yeah. It's it's uh, surrounded us, and we we same same don't care. 
it's comfortable from us. <laughs> maybe, maybe comfortable from us. Don't think about uh, death or pandemic. Uh, pandemic or lockdown. We play music, fun with friends, uh, and. Uh, we have two clubs in the city and uh, we are grateful for the opportunity to perform on this it's cool and it's work and it's cool oh absolutely and one other thing as well is if you're able to go out and play some of these shows and if that's what you love to do by all means go out and play those shows and if Again, if people, for people, for everyone listening over here in America to the podcast as well, remember uh, in America right now with the coronavirus, with the pandemic, with all the rules our government has in place, it's different from what they have over in the Ukraine. So if you're going to be super judgmental about it, I'm going to stop you right there because we're living in two completely different areas. So just yeah, understand yeah. that. We know, we know because we watched uh, your. Uh, news or, or and uh, we uh, see you people your people uh, we know that uh, how how you live in your country and uh, we see how we live in our country what is the situation of the world yeah and uh, no we understand a civil situation, huh? Or the situation. In, in, in your country, uh, same atmosphere uh, in uh, fear. Our atmosphere is freedom. It's worked on people, on you, and our atmosphere uh, work on us. Well, then it sounds like it sounds like before if I could go back in time before this pandemic, I should have moved over to the Ukraine instead of stayed here in the U.S. If that's <laughs> the way the mindset is. But also, I want to thank you both for um, explaining that as well, because for people listening, there might be a lot of just different ideas going on. However, again, the reason why we explain that, how why I said that before and then what Bode said, we are giving you more context behind it as well so that you understand where they're coming from, understand that, again, where we're, especially us in the U.S., we are living in a different uh, different area of the world, completely under different government. So it's very different ideals, different culture as well. So, again, that's where the understanding comes. However, I'm still on that. I should have moved to the Ukraine before the pandemic hit because if you're if, if it's more free, if it's more freedom, more free flowing. I don't want to live in fear. That's not something I want to do. I'd rather be going out there, high-fiving people, being at shows and enjoying. That's what I would like to do instead. Maybe, maybe, but uh, we don't know. It's right or it's wrong. Uh, uh, our, um, uh, one second. Our borders, uh, it's no, closed, but uh, in country atmosphere uh, like that, it uh, no, does it work? <laughs> how does how it work? Well, I'm hoping that by the time this year progresses, with the fact that we have different vaccines that are available, people getting vaccinated, that 
the overall amount of confirmed cases continues to drop. The overall amount of deaths caused by coronavirus continues to drop so that we can return to normal. We can get back to everything that we were doing before the pandemic, all that freedom and enjoying our lives. So mostly also so that live shows can return and then I can do what I was planning to do last year, but do it this year. Hopefully it happens, which is travel over to Europe, travel a good amount of countries and see as many live shows as possible, along with as many shows as possible for bands that I have had on the podcast. And now Went Seat is included in that list as well. So if when I get a chance to go over there, if it's 2021 now or if it's next year in 2022, I'll be over there at some point, not necessarily sure exactly where, but if I have a chance, all of a sudden, okay, you know, I'm in, I'm here and all of a sudden an hour away, you guys are performing live. Um, I'm going to find my way to get there. Super. Come and come to us. And we were, we, very we were very glad to see you in our country. And, uh, and we will shake your hand and hug with you. And it's really cool. It's really cool. <laughs> it's cool that in your podcast uh, you, we can talk about the situation in Ukraine and uh, in uh, listen uh, from you in about situation in USA because uh, uh, we it's our first uh, talk with uh, uh, with USA and with uh, English speaker. <laughs> uh, and <laughs> I will say this in so far on the podcast, speaking English, because again, I know it's not your primary language. You have been doing just fine with that. I've been able to understand everything. I've been able to understand yes. everything that I have said as well. Plus, I would also love to come over, see you play live, you know, handshake, hug, all that good <laughs> stuff. And then also discuss other other things, you know, that are better discussed face to face. All of a sudden discuss music, get into more of a flowing conversation as well, whatever it might be have a laugh, have a couple of drinks together, whatever it might be. Always love doing that. Yeah, it's it's really cool. It's really cool. But come, come. <laughs> oh, I, oh, I will make sure of that. One other thing I do want to talk about, especially because, yes, even though this podcast, we always love to go with that more free flow conversation style, whatever comes up, comes up. I did want to talk about the pandemic specifically because of the fact that we are in two completely different countries. I want to know what it was like by you. However, this is with Wentseat. This is a podcast about music. This is a podcast talking yeah. to bands so people can get into the music even more. So I want to talk about your music as well so that people listening to the podcast, right when the podcast is over, they go to the description, whether it's on YouTube, whether it's on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or iHeartRadio, and click all the links to follow your socials and then stream your music everywhere possible. I, I want to make sure on that, so I want to talk about the music. And the first thing is, um, when it came down to it, what was, like, what was your inspiration? Oh, my God, there's a ukulele. <laughs> it's a ukulele. <laughs> we, we won this ukulele uh, uh, on uh, contest, uh, one, one competition from another band. <laughs> if you know, the band called Synoptic. A Ukrainian great band. I've heard so, the name before. I have not listened to any of their stuff, but I have heard the name. Uh, very, very cool uh, band. And uh, we want this. Uh, ukulele. Ukulele. 
I will say podcast is begun. Yeah, music music podcast but podcast. Yeah. I want to see the day when the sun will free from chairs when the sky Well, first off, thank you for playing that. And it also put a smile on my face due to the fact that this is only the second time where an artist has played some sort of live music during the podcast. (laughs) Oddly enough, thinking about it with looking at listening to your music and going through your influence as well with that more post grunge influence as well. I don't know what it is, but it's the two times I've had artists that have been focusing that grunge uh, genre of music. They're the ones that have played live music on the podcast. So I guess I have to start getting more grunge artists or post grunge artists on the show so we can get more live music during the episodes. Yeah, yeah it's uh, cool. It's our uh, new song. We uh, will record it in 2021. In our base. In our base. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it was we amazing. formed our base and uh, we want to want to publish in uh, our uh, base <laughs> published <laughs> published yeah is now that song that you were singing, singing is that the one that you most recently released or is that still have yet to be released to uh, that uh, will be released in uh, 2021 March or April yes <laughs> maybe summer uh, no, in no, spring in then, spring yeah no okay <laughs> maybe spring maybe summer all we know is it is coming out sometime soon in 2021 and Ooh. everyone you just got a little sneak peek at it so woohoo <laughs> <laughs> yeah Okay, but really diving deeper into the band, diving deeper into the music as well, with the fact that you definitely have this influence with more of that post-grunge sound, I want to know, what was the inspiration behind really getting behind that kind of a sound? So what bands were you inspired by? Why is this the kind of music that you want to make? Really want to dig deep into this. You know, uh, we we called Wensit because... Uh, we started uh, with Tori in uh, 2012 year, and uh, 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 we called that because we love Nirvana, uh, Pearl Jam, Alice in Chains, Audio Slave, no, and others. Caesar, but grunge but band. yeah, grunge band. And our uh, name translates like went to Seattle because it's Seattle Tower. Us, Seattle Tower in our logo. And uh, we love the Seattle's bands (laughs) Nirvana, Alice in Chains, and others. (laughs) 
Alrighty, now That's... I gotta go. Now I gotta go look this up because I want to make. Sure, I want to check out this logo and see if that is in there and see if I can uh, pick it out. In Instagram. Uh... Here we go. I got it. In... Oh yeah, the, the space signal is right there. How did I completely yeah, yeah. not in notice that? In the middle, that? it's a uh, tower of Seattle. How very, I... very cool uh, tower. Very cool, cool city. Very cool bands. And uh, we we just love uh, this music, but uh, we uh, didn't want to uh, play uh, post grunge. In in twenty twelve, we just uh, play music, uh, play music, write songs, and uh, and that's all. Um, uh one second uh we wanted to play uh, the music mm. what we feel and uh, that's all what was uh fortuitous what <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> <it> was happened <laughs> uh, first uh, uh when we when we play our music uh for our friends uh, we didn't understand uh, what style it it was, and uh, we always asked our friend, uh, "What is the uh, what are what are we playing? Uh, what is this style?" Because we just playing. I like that we we love that music, but we didn't understand what is that, and uh, they uh, told us. Uh, that was uh, post rock uh, or, or alternative or grunge or post grunge, and we um, after that we um, uh, re released released uh, for ourselves that most likely to look like uh, post grunge, and and that. No, we uh, everything uh, according to, to the feeling and uh, was they listen to band uh, what we what we listened. It's uh, what we loved. What we loved. Uh, it's uh, Nirvana, Belgium. Yeah. <laughs> so what happened? Yeah. yeah. But that makes a lot of sense. Do, do not get me wrong. That makes a lot of sense because if you were listening to a lot of those great bands, those grunge bands that came from Seattle, such as Nirvana, such as Alice in Chains, other bands from around that time, like Pearl Jam, Soundgarden, even Audio Slave as well. Yeah, it does make a lot of sense that with that's the kind of music that you like. That's the kind of music that you listen to as you're making your own music. You are going to put a lot of those things that you liked about those bands into your music as well to create your own sound again you are not copying off of any of these bands there's all it's how all bands form no band just forms up and all of a sudden has no musical backing no musical influence whatsoever and then just create something great there's always some sort of other influence in there to get you inspired to create something get you energized to put in a certain riff or put in a certain drum fill whatever it might be have the song paced a certain way it all depends upon what you like to listen to, what you are influenced by, and overall, when you listen to it, what makes you happy? Yeah, yeah, it's it's really 
makes us uh, happy and we love that music and uh, the guys uh, with uh, Taras and uh, Roman, uh, our drummer and bass, they uh, create uh, with us very, very cool uh, songs, new new songs. Uh, they uh, add add in our band uh, very great piece of music. <laughs> they feel in music, music us and. Uh... Everything was great. Listen, sounds sounds great, and we love that. <laughs> and, the, and, and and that's good. That, but not only with you two, but also with the other members of the band that you formed something where when you all create music together, you form something that you really connect with, that you really understand, but also as you're writing this music, creating this whole entire sound, it's what is making you happy because there could be other bands out there that are trying to f go after a very specific sound. And if they really don't want to, if they're not enjoying it, but they're trying to do it because it might be the popular sound that's for today. Again, that is their call. And if they want to do it, they can. However, Almost every single time I have talked with a band on this podcast or even outside of this podcast as well, it always depends upon when people are making the best music, it's because they're making the music that they want to. And as a band, it's the type of music that they're making that everyone is just absolutely enjoying, is getting Enjoy. behind and just having a great time with it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, another band uh, who uh, play uh, popular music in our time uh, they just uh, create uh, for for money, and and that's all. And I'm going to start times. We are feeling. We enjoy uh, our music, and we uh, don't think uh, about money. We think about uh, our feelings and our uh, uh, every every um, repetition every rehearsal uh, we enjoy and fly <laughs> with our instrument <laughs> with our guitars and it's very cool it's our music we just enjoy See now, I'm gonna make a I'm make a comparison between the band that you mentioned. I know you didn't mention their name, but the one that was doing it for money and just making something that was gonna sell versus what Wentseed is doing, which is making music because you want to make the music, you want to play this, and what you said, the money isn't the primary thing. You really don't care about that much. Where there's an old saying where, uh, what was the shoot? What is the saying? Oh, it's if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life, and you love making music. It is very clear from talking with you both that you both love making music. So when it comes to writing, when it comes to rehearsing, when it comes to going out and playing shows and performing, none of it seems like a job. None of it seems like a chore. It just seems like this is what you want to do. And we're going to enjoy it every step of the way where that other band that you had mentioned, 
Again, no name was given, and I do not mind that because don't want to put anybody on the spot at that point. But if it's just something where you are in it for, I want to make as much money as possible, and I'm going to make a sound and work off a of music that's going to have that, you could potentially be writing this stuff, going to rehearsals and playing this live and really not enjoying it because you're not making the music that you want to make. You're performing this all to get paid. That's basically it. And again, with this podcast, well, I'm not getting paid nearly as much to make this as I could be or as I would like to be. However, I enjoy doing this way too much. So it doesn't matter to me if I create another 100, 200, 300 episodes of this podcast and still have no sponsors. I enjoy doing this as much as possible. So I'm just going to keep going with it. <laughs> you, you're really cool. It's a... Important. Important for band like, like us. we, like we, and uh, it, it's cool. You're really uh, awesome. <laughs> oh, thank you. And, and not only that, but talking with the bands that I've been able to talk to, including you, including a lot of other bands as well, where when it comes to other artists that are massive, yeah, I'm not going to be able to talk with them at this current moment. However, give another five, 10 years, I'm hoping that there's so many bands that I had in the podcast early on, all of a sudden, they're going to be the biggest bands in the next five years, in the next 10 years. And I've been able to try and get, give them some support, be able to try and grow their fan base, help them out as much as possible when you know, you're still trying to go through those growing stages because there is so much great music out there that, there's, that people really don't realize. And one thing I've been seeing with some new music that's come out recently where there's people that really like it from some of these big bands. It makes sense. But there's a lot of people that do not like it and are just hating it. There's a lot of bands that came out in 2020 with records or albums that people really didn't care for. And it's like, okay, I get it. You you have two options. And if you don't like that new album, you can do one of two things. One, you like their older stuff. You can always go back to that and listen to it. Two, you can always check out so many new bands that are working and coming up right now because they're creating these this great music. And instead of being so negative towards these bands that are big but came up with an album that you weren't the biggest fan of, you can spend all that time, all that energy, all that support and give it to another band that's coming up, that's growing, that is emerging, that absolutely deserves your attention, your support, and your listenership. In Ukraine, it's uh, uh, our music. Uh, it's uh, not very uh, popular. Pop, popular, popular, and uh, our music. It's very hard marketing or uh, no something like that. Uh, but we try. We we play you. And we always uh, play our music, and it's not It's uh, stop. We 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 did. We don't stop. <laughs> we always uh, play our music because we love it. Oh, absolutely! And when it comes to the fact that over in Ukraine, if your style of music isn't as popular as some other styles as well. That is okay for a number of reasons. One, there are going to be people in the Ukraine that are going to enjoy your music. Again, it might not be the most popular thing, but there are going to be people there. Two, there are people at many different places that might really like that music a lot more in just different areas. 
like one of the biggest things I can examples I can bring up is I've talked with many bands out of Northern Italy that are metalcore bands and they have a great sound. However, in Northern Italy, metalcore is a completely forgotten thing. So it's okay. Where you got to focus on, you got to focus on your sound and you got to try and get more uh, support further North in a, in like Austria, in Slovakia, in Germany, over in the United Kingdom, over here in the U S over in Australia, because people really like it there. Again, it's still not the most popular thing, but there's a lot more people that like it there. And there's a lot the bigger audience in the end. So also kind of expand your reach. But another thing too is you'd be surprised at how often I was going to, I would say that different genres come back up and become popular again. Think about the early to mid two thousands where pop punk was a gigantic thing. It was the biggest thing around all of a sudden it completely went away. And then last year with machine gun Kelly coming out with his pop punk style album, that was also co-written with Travis Barker from blink 182. And all of a sudden, the younger generation started getting a getting into pop punk. There's other pop artists that want to try something within pop punk. So I'm saying that with your post grunge style, that kind of sound could easily come back up. You never know. And all of a sudden, if there's an artist that really begins to take off and really just makes that sound popular again, all of a sudden, people are going to be looking for that type of music. And there's Wentzy right there with it, and has had it for this whole time. And next thing you know, you might just slowly start to build and all of a sudden you're going to be growing at at, at like an absolutely insane rate all because of that. But that's all going to be on you making the music that you want to make and sticking to what you want to do. Yeah, we always uh, uh, hope that uh, uh, music, uh, that post-grunge is a return and... Uh, we play for our people, for our uh, fans, for our uh, for people uh, who loves uh, these styles or uh, alternative or um, something some, something like that. Uh, so first, uh, first of all, we play our music for us, and um, that works. <laughs> Uh, and that's cool that uh, that uh, after concerts we have uh, more and more listeners. And, but, and that... uh, but still, uh, still, uh, it's small. We uh, it, uh, is the pandemic uh, after, for uh, pandemic. It's uh, uh, worse, <laughs> worse. The... Kill, kill the music, kill the uh, concerts, uh, and that we have a small fan base. We um, must uh, in twenty twenty when we must uh, play uh, in uh, festivals, but uh, pandemic kill kill. The, <laughs> the festivals and their clothes. Festivals uh, was uh, transferred on 2021. We will uh, wait, we will wait. Under understandable. And again, hopefully festivals do return this year in full force at some point i have seen a number of them 
being postponed to 2022 already. A number of them being canceled completely outright and those festivals never returning. I still have hope that some are going to happen in 2021 because like you, you want to go out there and play music and be back up on stage and enjoy. Myself, I'm on the opposite end of that with, I want to see it as well, but I'm going to be in the crowd because, well, I can't play music. I I love talk, but I love listening. I love going through all this stuff, but I can't play it nearly as well as anybody else does. I I tried playing drums when I was a kid, gave it up, still kind of mad that I did, did, but you know what? Life goes on. I still enjoy going to shows, being in the pit, enjoying rock now, and just seeing all these different bands as possible. And during the pandemic, yeah, that's one thing that I completely noticed was, and I knew it was going to happen right when everything got shut down, was a lot of these bands that were growing, a lot of these younger bands that were coming up that were not nowhere near as popular as the giant artists out there today, we're going to end up having to experience some sort of hit or some sort of shock due to the fact that you're not able to go out there and play live. And when it comes to being online, when it comes to having a presence online, connecting with fans that way, you might not have that massive audience that you can really do that with. So You've got to find different ways to build your audience and connect with them without live shows. But then when live shows return, you got to be able to continue building up those live shows that you had had beforehand so that when you're playing, yeah, you might go back and play. You might have, you know, 50, 100 people at a show. All of a sudden the next night you might have 51 or 101 people at the show. And just every single night, slowly get the increase, slowly get a couple more people to show up, just have... Everyone just have like three, tell three friends about your band, about your music. And, you know, out of, if 30 people tell their friends, or tell three friends, that's 90 people that hear your name and hear about your music. Is everyone going to check it out? No, you're never going to have a hundred percent on that, but three or four people might check it out. And then they might tell three or four friends. And it's just that growth, that, that growth is small, but it's still growth. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's true. And uh, uh, online online streams uh, for fans, it doesn't work because uh, our music is uh, uh, very um, yeah very um, is it something that you have to experience live to really experience the full force of it and not just through a screen? Uh, we have uh, when very um, many energy in uh, in uh, when we play guitar and yeah, drums, yeah, we yeah, have yeah. Our, our energy is very deep. <laughs> drive, drive. drive. Uh, we we have many drive and energy on uh, stage, and uh, online uh, this is uh, doesn't work. The, the people doesn't feel that uh, atmosphere uh, and uh, doesn't work <laughs> oh, uh, camera, cameras sh- shake us and uh, on the stage we what is we open uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I will say this. I completely understand that for the reason where when the whole entire pandemic started, I think the first band to do one of those live stream events was the Dropkick Murphys because here in America, everything closed down on St. Patrick's Day on March 17th, 2020 because they're an Irish punk rock band 
Of course, they're going to be doing something big on St. Patrick's Day. So they did a live stream of their whole entire show, which did make a lot of sense because it was the first one to do it. But more people just started playing their own live, like their live sets in front of a camera. And that's not going to work out because those live sets, it's the, you have to be there live. There's going to be a certain energy, a certain just community feel that is going to drive everything and really drive the experience. If you take the fans away from that, you take everyone out of the crowd, you're not going to have that same level. If you're going to do something like a live stream online, you have to add something to it. You have to create more of this movie or theatrical style thing in really order to get people to really connect with it through a computer screen. I know Ice Nine Kills tried something like that when they did their they they showed a show from like a year ago a year before the pandemic hit, but then they also made like a little horror movie in between each song. And I'm interested to see what Falling in Reverse does with theirs because they're doing two in April. And I'm just curious to see what kind of a crazy theatrical thing they do. However, it makes sense where a live stream show for Wednesday wouldn't necessarily be the best thing if your live shows are particularly geared towards the live experience itself and getting people to connect with the band and really feel the energy, feel the emotion while in the crowd with you on stage in the exact same room and everyone together. Actually, with uh, if we feel energy we, uh, from our fans, we uh, on performance, uh, we are on uh, verge and a little more, more, and we will begin to break the equipment. <laughs> that's our music, that's our energy and uh, drive. What we're feeling. <laughs> What we're feeling is, and uh, that's uh, atmosphere, our music. Our music, yep. And those are the kind of shows that when people go home after the night and they might see six or seven bands at a club that one night, but it's always going to be the show that has the most energy, the show that is the most engaging, that is going to be the one that is absolutely remembered the most. And it makes sense for all of a sudden, you have your music and you're going to end up destroying some equipment on stage because that's the way the music makes you feel. People are really going to see that. People are going to remember that. People are going to remember the energy. They're going to get behind that. So when they go home at night, that's going to be the last thing on their mind when they fall asleep. When they wake up, it's the first thing on their mind when they wake up. And hopefully the pandemic ends, everyone goes back to being able to you see everybody without any reservation. They go talk to their friends, family, coworkers the next day, and they're going to say, hey, I checked. I saw this band once last night, and it wasn't. They could be that your style music. It could not be their style music, but they could. They're gonna remember the show exactly what it was for. It's like now you got to check this out. You got to see more of this stuff and see what happens. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, one more time, please. Oh, okay. Because uh, I saw your camera cut in and out, so no big deal. What I was saying was, what I was saying was, when people go to shows again, it's that's the most important thing is they remember the show that is the best, the show that is the craziest. And did, did, I, lose, did I lose you guys again? Sorry, sorry. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> don't worry. One more time. It, say, it, it's my father. Uh, they worried about uh, about car. <laughs> <laughs> and they called the whole time. <laughs> okay. Don't worry about I've. I've had other things happen on this podcast where I'll even bring up the other grunge style band that I had on the podcast where every seven to eight minutes, 
their video feed would freeze for about maybe a minute to a minute and 15 seconds. So after the first two, I realized this kept happening and I end up doing their, like any kind of weird uh, promotions for them, like check out their Facebook page, check out their music, check out this during that time. So I'm always happy when that kind of, well, not happy when it happens, but I know what to do with that. But where I was going with that is when it comes to your live shows, when people go and see bands and at clubs and say there's like six, seven bands on down the bill that night, they're going to, if they go and see a band they really want to see, they're going to remember seeing that band. But what they're going to remember most is the show that made them just, just like in shock basically, or also connect with the energy that's there. So if you're up on stage and all of a sudden you're going around and you start breaking some stuff, People are going to look at that. They're going to feel the energy and they're going to remember that when they go home, when they go to bed that night, that's going to be the last thing they think about when they wake up in the morning, that's going to be the first thing they think about. And hopefully when we get back to, you know, no fear with this whole entire pandemic thing, hopefully past us rather soon, they're going to be able to tell their friends, their family, their coworkers, the, uh, the guy at the auto body shop talking about that car. I wanted to bring that up because of what you said about the car. That's going to be what they're talking about. Hey, I saw this band one seat the other night and they were breaking stuff on stage, but the show was awesome. Might not be their style of music, but because they love the show so much, they're going to tell people about, they're going to remember it. And then when they see you play live, when they see you come around again and have another chance to see you play live again, they're going to end up wanting to go see it. Good example for me is I, when it comes to the band Guar, I really don't get into their music at all. If I would have a chance to go see them live again, would I do it? Absolutely. It's, it's insane going to see one of their live shows with all the, like the blood colored water and bile and green colored water that they sprayed everybody. I saw a little like 13 or 10, 11 year old kid with the biggest like mullet haircut I've ever seen was up on his dad's shoulders at the show while they were spraying everybody. The band stopped. They kept playing though. They stopped. They kind of converged to the middle and they just like spray this kid, every band over with red colored water, green colored water, whatever it was. And I'm thinking, that kid is going to remember this show for the rest of his life. And I'm sitting here thinking, hell, I remember that happening. This was back in October of 2019. And I still remember this. So if you're able to, so, so if, so when it comes down to your life, so if you're able to create that energy, again, people are going to remember that. And even if they're not fully into your music, when they have a chance to see you live, they are going to. Yeah. We, uh, very, uh, Mm. Wait festival because uh, that uh, uh, more 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 audience and uh, energy and atmosphere is uh, another. We want to uh, run on the stage, run and. Uh, crash the guitars <laughs> it's it's uh, very cool and uh, pandemic gone <laughs> so what you're basically saying is when i get a chance to come over and see you guys play live over in europe i should make sure it's at some sort of festival so i can see the craziness that you ensue breaking some stuff running around and really letting you cut loose in that way uh, when, when, and uh, or where? Um, when I, I, I like I said, whenever I have a chance to come over to Europe and potentially see you play ah, live, yeah. it should be at a festival, so that you guys have yeah. the freedom to do all this crazy stuff and go nuts. Oh. 
we, we hope really really well i'll put it this way that'll be the plan but if there's no festivals and it's going to be a club show i'm not going to say no to that i'm just going to say you know what i'm going to be there okay okay <laughs> and i know before we started this you uh end up saying you know keep it around an hour just to make sure it was within your time frame i'm looking at the time right now on my mixer scene where the time frame is and we are about at the hour. So I want to make sure that yeah. I wrap this up at a good time to make sure for the rest of the day, whatever you have to do, you're able to go and do that as well. So I always like to end the podcast with lo- allowing you, both you, uh, Boat and Tari to say whatever you want to say. If you want to promote anything you want to promote, now I would say is the time to do that. So take it away. And subscribe subscribe uh, to our channel and listen our music we uh, hope that you feeling us and sorry for our for our english we started we we try to uh, <laughs> don't understand uh, un- being understandable <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, so subscribe on our Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Uh, Telegram, uh, Twitter, and others. We uh, we recording our new songs and uh, we release e- that uh, in spring and uh, all all summer. It's maybe maybe. Uh, uh, we uh, prepare to oh. album, but uh, EP. Yeah. It will be iffy, but hopefully, I mean, all that matters is hopefully we get new music from you so that more people are able to get into Wensi and really enjoy the music with more out there. It's, we'll see. Hopefully that happens. Yeah, yeah. So now it is time for me to close out this podcast. And I'm going to close it out with three things. The first is, if you listen to the podcast before, you know what's coming. When it comes to finding one seat online, when it comes to following along with their social media, subscribing to their YouTube channel, subscribing to any sort of uh, music on their streaming services, which is Spotify, Apple Music, whatever else I can find, all the links for everything will be in the description of the podcast. Again, whether it's on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, you're going to see a thing that says find one seat online. You're going to see the labels. You're going to see the links. All you have to do is click on the links. It's going to take you right there. Then you can follow along with them, subscribe, like all their stuff, and really get into making it as easy as possible for you because, well, who doesn't want it easy? I mean, come on. This is great. Second thing is, when it comes time to, again, see you guys for the first time, this is not an if, this is a when, because I do want to see you perform, want to see you guys break some stuff on stage, because that sounds like it's fun. And just going to make the promise that I always make with bands that I absolutely love having on the podcast. When I see you play live for the first time, first round's on me. So buy us a round of drinks. We'll have a good time. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. So... All, with, in all good conscience, with that promise, I cannot end this podcast with a goodbye. So, Bo, Tori, I want to thank you for being on the podcast today. Again, everyone, follow thank along you. and subscribe to all their stuff, listen to music. So we're going to end the podcast with my classic thing that I always say. See you later. See you later. Okay. <laughs>
Well, 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 folks, that's my interview with Torian Bode from the band Wet Seat out of Ukraine. And yeah, I meant it when I said that I want to go and see them live. I mean, if they're going to break stuff on stage, you know that's right up my alley. Plus, I mean, again, when it comes to supporting all of these emerging bands that we're having on the podcast, again, there's probably a lot of bigger bands out there that you love and support. I totally understand it. But, you know, some of these smaller bands, they absolutely deserve your listen support because you might absolutely love their sound and we're going to make sure you do listen to it. So get on the podcast, you get to learn about them and then we'll talk all about it. Well, when it comes down to the end of this, again, everything with following one seat, streaming their music, everything is in the description of the podcast. So please like their stuff, subscribe to their stuff, um, follow along with their stuff, along with everything with MSOT Rocks and the Core Progression Podcast, as well as all the links for everything will be in the description below. So like, share, follow, subscribe, everything. On that note, that's going to be for me, you guys. Thank you for watching and listening to the Chord Progression Podcast. Went to MSD Rocks to rock and I'll thrive. My name is Kevin, and you guys know how I am every single one. He's the big, healthy, and hearty. See you.